Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the For the Girl podcast. We are so glad you're listening. If you're new to the For the Girl podcast, hello. And we're uh, we're glad you're listening to an episode finally. And I think you're going to get a lot from this series that we are doing. This is, I guess, our first official interview. I've got Josh here. Josh, say hi. Josh is my husband. We've been married now for three years. We just had a little baby, which is crazy. We're really growing up. <laughs> um, anyways, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we are starting a new series called For the Both of Us, where Josh and I are interviewing, I guess, or having conversation with some of our friends about certain topics. And then Mac and Tyler, who you guys know, they are, and if you don't, Mac, you know, and me, we co-host this podcast. Tyler is her husband. And they are interviewing other couples about other subjects. And it's really fun because you're getting to hear from, one, our husbands, which never happens. <laughs> and two, you get to hear a little bit from, like, personal friends and people that mean a lot, a lot to us. And we also don't get to talk about marriage so, a lot. So this is really fun. Um, the first episode, if you're here, you know already, it's getting married young. We wanted to have this conversation because it's pretty obvious that as Christian men and women, I feel like there's this like narrative that a lot of people get married young, right? You're like, I don't know why. I, I don't know. I guess there's a reputation of like, <laughs> you, got, you want to have culture. sex. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know, (laughs) or a cultural thing, a pressure, a Southern thing. I don't know. Then sometimes you really just find your person young and that's amazing. But, you know, what do we need to know about that? What are like some things that we should be aware of? How is this going to change my life? Highs, lows, all the things. I think we can also be really like negative about it sometimes of like, like I can't believe they got married so young oh my gosh they don't even know what they're doing yet with their lives or whatever you know some of that might be true but I think there's a lot of positive things in the midst of it too so I don't know who you are listening to this but hopefully you'll gain perspective in multiple different ways of like okay maybe I don't want to get married young and that's what I thought I wanted or maybe like this will solidify your relationship and what you where you're headed but yeah what are some things babe that oh wait this is fun actually you could introduce who we interviewed on this episode. The special guest today is actually my little brother, Jack. So Jack and his wife, Tess, who got married right when they turned 21, or was it 20? Uh, I don't know. We'll ask. I think it was 21. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right when they turned 21. So they're going to give you the inside scoop of, yeah, just like how amazing that was, the challenges of that, and Jack is four years younger than me, but he has a lot of wisdom, and it's kind of embarrassing. He always <laughs> seems older than me because he has so much wisdom to share. Um, but yeah, they they have some a lot of good things to share that I think everyone will get a lot out of. 
Yes, totally. We didn't necessarily get married young. Josh, younger than me, if you don't know that. But, you know, we love it for them. And it's been sweet being on the sidelines, seeing something so up close and seeing them do it really, really well. They've been married for like three years now, too. So they got married right around when we got married. And so, yeah, I feel like they've like walked through stuff and can share a lot from their perspective. Let's jump into our first episode of For the Both of Us. We are back. And that right next to me is my little brother, Jackson Durham, with his bride, Tess Durham. <laughs> That's Elaine Griffith Durham. That's Elaine. Jack beat me at pickleball this morning, so I might even be able to call him my older brother now. Yeah. Pretty That's, sad. Right. That's right. I actually dethroned Josh and earned that title. That's he really true. did. He really did dethrone me. It was pretty <laughs> embarrassing. But anyways, super stoked to have you guys here. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming us. to the For the Girl podcast. Tell them we're recording and how we're, this set up. We're recording currently in Washington, D.C. in our hotel room. We're all, <laughs> three of us are on the bed. Ken's is on, <laughs> sitting on a stool. And we're all around one microphone. So I just want you to know that <laughs> this is a very intimate. <laughs> just, to set, just to set the scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a very intimate podcast. We're all about family here. We're all family. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, we're super excited to gain wisdom from you guys, kick things off. Can you guys just tell us a little bit about how you met and yeah just get started from there yeah well it's kind of unique because we met like in middle school like that's when we first got to know each other and became really good friends through youth group and just like continued on being like really close through high school and jack really wanted to date but i didn't yeah until later once we got to junior year i was ready and then we started dating she was playing hard to get yeah, that's right. You were playing I had not to play, hard to get. I was not playing hard to get. I was playing <laughs> easy to get. Too easy. And I had to play the long friendship game, just yeah, like just right. like Jim Halpert. That that was your move exactly. That. There's a lesson in there. There's a lesson in there. <laughs> so then, what changed? Like, how did it come to be? Um, well, I don't want to get into too much drama, but I tried to date Tess a couple of times. Like, we would kind of become close friends and hang out a lot and then I would ask her out and want to take things you know to more serious relationship and then she would say no that happened like twice and on the third time I kind of just gave up I was like okay I'm you know I've tried this and I went on a date with another girl oh Oh, that'll do it this is all coming back to me now oh yeah it's kind of like stop talking well at a certain point it was like okay I I can't be this we can't be friends. We're, we got, we're too close. It was like either yeah. one or the other. And actually a mentor yeah. of mine kind of advised that. If you can't be... Relationship. <laughs> yeah, if you can't you be in a relationship, then like you can't be close. Then you just ditch them anymore. and ghost them. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I kind of just stopped pursuing tasks and just kind of cut things off in a healthy way, I think. And then a couple months later, just hung out with this other girl. And, and, <laughs> Tessa, and Tessa, how did you feel about that? I like I was so jealous, but I was so shocked. And then I asked Jack to go to Waffle House, and it was like, me and some of our other friends are really worried that we're gonna lose you as a friend. You date this girl. Yeah. <laughs> this is drama. How did you find out? Drama. She posted on Instagram. Oh, that was the worst part. What? Oh, yeah. I, hung out, I hung out with this girl twice, and both times she posted on I Instagram, like, oh and I was like, that was a red flag for me. Uh, 
Yeah. Like posted Oh, she was you? in love. Wow. She like posted I mean, a picture of their coffee, so like tagged him. Oh it was, my God. it was all the drama. People were like, oh, what's that's going on hilarious. with you guys? It's like nothing. Literally. That's great. So wait, when was that? When was that? Just that was the beginning of our junior year. Of high school. So yeah. okay. by, I knew that I started to like him when he was, because I was like, okay, obviously I care too much. And then by February, I worked up the courage to tell him that mm-hmm. I liked him and wanted to date. And then mm-hmm. we started dating in March the next. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Senior year of high school. Yeah. Nice. Where did things go from there? I mean, I think, honestly, I had kind of cut the idea off in my mind, like, legitimately. And so I had to revisit it. Um, and for me, it was like, Tess and I were such close friends. And, you know, a lot of people in high school, they will date for a little bit with, like, kind of the plan of breaking up once they graduate. Mm. And it's oh, just kind weird. of like a fun, it's like <laughs> more of just like a fun thing. And I just, like, wasn't really about that life. And so I came to Tess with a pretty, like, intense question. I was like, do you see us dating after high school do you, do you see us dating with the intention of marriage wow uh, this is because, why i love jack because yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of give the context 17 before, yeah yeah context for something <laughs> jack was like 17 hanging out with like youth group leaders who are in their 30s for coffee <laughs> yeah yes. and hanging out with those lovely i remember jack specifically saying why am I in high school? I'm like way too mature <laughs> for this. So those are not text. It's very mature question. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But continue. Oh uh, yeah, it's that's true. good context. I was like so stressed. I was like, it took me so long just to get to this point. Today, <laughs> yeah. and now you're asking me to like commit to get like married. Okay, wait. How long? How long was it that you were dating when you asked this question? We hadn't like started dating. We hadn't started dating. When I told so you, here's, I liked here's it. why. Why? Here's okay. why. Here's why. I didn't want to lose our friendship. I thought if we started dating and then we just break up after once we graduate, we'll never be friends again, you know? But if we just maintain friendship and we just kind of go go our separate ways for college, like we would still have a friendship intact. And so, yeah, I just thought it was, I just think it's kind of dumb to just date in high school and then plan on breaking up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. So anyways. So you start dating. You start dating. Wow. Big question. Yeah, so you're really committed to this dating thing, obviously. Yeah, so I do think we started out a little bit more like, okay, this is, we're going to be intentional about this. I was playing for keeps. A strong foundation that was kind of born out of a little bit of jealousy. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But also out of a great biblical foundation, Jackson. Great job. Thank you. And a a great friendship. yeah, Yeah, so then you guys won like prom. King and Queen. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, you that's guys true. are amazing. That's true. Wait, that's very cute. Okay, so how long into dating did you know that you might want to marry this person? We're jumping right in. Yeah, I think it was like probably a year-ish in, maybe a year and a half that I started to be like, okay, as I said, like I was pretty scared to date. That's part of the reason why I said no to Jack so many times. But then once we started dating, it was pretty clear to me that this was like really special and honestly, going to counseling now, I've realized, talking to my counselor, that I just formed a healthy attachment to Jack that mm. healed a lot of past wounds that I had with relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I just think that I was really enamored. Is that the right word? Yeah. Enamored. That's a good oh, word. Wow. Um, wow. Like, really excited and could just really see it. Like, Jack is so great. And it was, like, really hard, too. Like, we had really hard conversations and conflict, but we always were able to work through them and... Yeah. So I think, yeah, maybe like a year and a half in, I was like, I think we're, I want to get married. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because I won't go into too much detail, but we 
ended up at the same college and didn't really plan on, we kind of planned on doing long distance, ended up at the same college. Mm -hmm. And so we were kind of about a year and a half, two years in, it was just kind of like, well, we're in the same place. Do we want to wait until we graduate? It didn't really feel right. Like I felt like our, Mm -hmm. our relationship was escalating in maturity and we just kind of wanted to get married. And so we started talking to like some mentors about is this, you know, wise? Like, Mm. are we too young? Like, what do we need to know? What do we need to do? I remember telling my mentor, we were about to go to college, and I was like, oh, man, I don't want to wait four years to marry Jack. Like, this is going to suck. And she was like, you don't have to wait four years. And I was Mm. like, what? It was so crazy. Because I thought, I honestly thought when we first started dating that we would break up before college. I was always that person who was just, I don't know. I wouldn't get married young. Like, I want to go off and do my own thing, have my own adventures and travel and stuff like that. So it just wasn't in my mind. So Mm. then when she said that to me, I was like, wow, okay, like, we could do this. That's so cool. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I also feel like one thing I just pulled from that was that you guys really sought out wise counsel. Yeah. I I know who the mentors are. Shout out to Heath and Chelsea. (laughs) That's right. They're so awesome. We have a lot of relationship. Yeah, they are so wise, but that's a really really good lesson in there. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, so mentors. And then what did the conversation start to look like between the two of you? It was kind of a bumpy road just because you kind of feel like stressed before marriage. I think Jack felt this more than I did of just like, oh my gosh, am I ready? Like, I'm not ready for this. I don't want to make this commitment. I think that came later for me, but we've heard like for guys maybe more commonly comes before engagement mm-hmm. and then yeah. maybe girls feel it later because you're the one asking I don't know yeah but um so I think you felt a lot more stressed whereas I was kind of like okay let's do it like I'm ready although the logistics were hard I think the conversations were still like okay like how are we gonna like make money how are we gonna do this what mm-hmm. are our families gonna think that was kind of stressful yeah. as well yeah okay so you guys are how old at this point uh we 18? were like 18 Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, so you're eighteen like year old. college. Okay, yeah. so you're eighteen oh years goodness. old. Yeah. talking about somebody you're gonna spend the whole rest of your life with. I just, I feel like this is very skeptical of me. But sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, they're eighteen and they think they know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, yeah, we got married young, and I feel that about couples as well. So it's not like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say it's like you know the path for everyone. Yeah, and do you think you can know that young? Like, I guess for you guys that was real, but... Yeah, I mean, I feel like we kind of went on a journey of, like, research or, like, listening to, like, sermons and reading Christian books and just, like, seeking wisdom in the Bible of, like, okay, like, what... Like, how do you know? What is marriage? How do you decide? Is it just, like, oh, we we love each other, we're excited about this, so we should do it just because we want to? Like, Mm. that didn't feel like enough. And so, I don't know. I don't necessarily love the question, can you know that young? I don't feel like you, I don't know Mm. if you ever really know. Like, because all relationships are take work. And there's not a perfect person for for you. And so I think, like, for us, it really came down to, like, the fact that love is a choice. And we were just like, okay, are we going to... Are we going to choose each other? Like, are we going to choose each other for marriage? Are we going to just choose each other every day? And I think that it was more about just qualities. Like, we have a solid friendship as a foundation. We just obviously really love spending time together. And we both, like, share a common foundation of our faith and are willing to, like, pursue each other above ourselves. And so I feel like once those few things were met, 
Yeah. It was like, okay, these feel the pillars of what any relationship or any marriage should start out at. And yeah. I think at a certain point it was like, okay, it doesn't matter how old we are. It was more about like the the maturity of us in the relationship stage, which I yeah. think can happen at different ages for different people. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember we read The Meaning of Marriage. By like, Tim Keller. By Tim, li- Tim Keller the when late we were Tim like 18. And then there was a line in there where he says, like, everybody marries the wrong person. Mm. And I think that actually gave us a lot uh-huh. of freedom. And he says that because everybody changes. Like, mm-hmm. no matter when you get married, you're not going to stay the same. Your spouse isn't going to stay mm-hmm. the same for your whole life. Especially for us because we're 18. Like, we know <laughs> that, like, we're going to be growing up together, essentially. So You're going to be hitting that second round of puberty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going through a lot it of things. It needs to be crazy. So we're like, okay, like, yeah, yeah we know we're going to change. But we so you guys were, like, now. so realistic about it in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. mature and, yeah, not just yeah. totally caught up in feelings. Yeah. yeah, which is important. I mean, speaking of conversations that we had before, you know, talking about getting married, we we went to pre-engagement counseling. Mm. So we were kind of like had, you know, different family members and friends and mentors kind of weighing in. But we were like, OK, maybe we should just like talk to somebody like that's completely third party and just kind of see like, are we being wise doing this? And so we went to pre-engagement counseling and it was super helpful. We did this thing called mm. Prepare Enriched. It's an assessment. And. Yeah, so that was another kind of conversation we had and another yeah. person that we kind of looped in. So I good. I like we were like hedging our bets. We were like, we want to do this, but we were like... <laughs> There's, try- no yeah. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. For the Girl Fam, I am so excited to introduce you to my new friend, Dasha, Dasha Schaff. She actually spent the last several summers working at one of our favorite places on the planet, Windshape Camps. And you guys know that we've basically been trying to convince you guys that next summer you need to apply to work at Windshape. And so we wanted Dasha to come and to share a little bit about her experience at working at Windshape. So Dasha, will you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about kind of your Windshape experience. Yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, um, like Max said, my name is Dasha and last couple of summers I've worked at Wayne Shape. Um, I was a longtime camper as well. Um, so the past couple of summers I've gotten the option to work as a flex counselor, which means I haven't necessarily had a group of campers myself, but have gotten to step in when a counselor has had their off day and help out with a lot of fun activities. Um, I've also been in a couple of leadership roles um, as well, leading counselors of the age groups that I've worked with. I love that so much. And I know that Windshape is not like your average summer camp. I feel like people who work there like love it so much. And I know you and I were talking about just how much of an impact the community that you built with your campers and with your fellow fellow staff counselors yes with your fellow staffers how much it's made an impact on you so I'd love for you to share just a little bit more about kind of the community of Windshape yeah like I said you get to spend like two and a half months with each other um so you get really close with the other people that you work with um and just getting to 
walk alongside each other as you teach the gospel and share that with campers and just have fun. The connections that you build really do last a lifetime. Uh, some of my best friends I've gotten to know through camp uh, at Windshape really sets you up well to develop those relationships, not even during the summer, but also outside. Uh, yes, I love it so much. Well, guys, we have all the information for you down in the show notes. If you're interested at working at Windshape this summer, it is the highest paying summer camp in the country. They pay for you to literally get to the location, which I think is just mm-hmm. such an awesome perk. And then it's just such an incredible way to honor, serve, and love Jesus this summer. And it's just such an incredible opportunity, and we don't want you guys to miss it. So even if you're on the fence, go to the show notes, click on that link, fill out the interest form, and someone from Windshape will be in touch to share more about the incredible opportunity. So thank you, Dasha, for for just sharing your story and your experience. And all right, let's get back into the episode. Then what, what did engagement look like? Did you tell the whole story or? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, we just went to this. I think Jack just decided to do it kind of spontaneously. So he didn't know he was going to do it. Like he didn't know for sure. But I just was like, oh, do you want to watch the sunset at this like overlook tonight? Is this your sophomore year of college? Yeah, our sophomore okay. year of college. You, like Spring semester or fall semester? Spring. Big, big difference. Spring. Yeah. Oh. Spring of sophomore okay. year. Okay, maybe a little later than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> You're older than March of <laughs> our sophomore year. And yeah, we just went to this lookout and Jack got us our favorite pizza and some hot chocolate and good cookies. And we were all bundled up because it was still freezing out. And some Martinelli. Oh, and some Martinelli because we, we, we weren't 21 yet. <laughs> <laughs> we were not 21 yes. on a budget. We got that pizza. Yeah, yeah that's right. good. Some melon mushroom, guys. It's good pizza. You could say things are going pretty well. <laughs> yeah, pretty well for us. And then, yeah, we were just watching the sunset. Jack's like, I want to take a picture of you like staring at the sunset like your back is to me. And so I was posing there. And then he gets out on one knee and I turn around and he's on one knee. Yeah. And, and at that really point, sweet. at that point, I feel like I blacked out. I don't even remember what I said. I just like spoke and, and was like. And then we put you put the ring on the wrong hand. <laughs> put the ring on my right. Neither of us and knew. Neither of us knew. Neither of us knew which hand. It went on. And we found out like the next day. I think somebody was like, "Why is that on your right hand?" <laughs> you guys got married in 2020 that was crazy yeah uh, so that was a year later mm-hmm. yeah okay we had it because we needed to like to wait till after our junior year but we had just felt like obviously we were having all these conversations so we were kind of ready to be engaged at least to have that title because mm-hmm. we felt like we were moving towards marriage um so we ended up having a super long engagement like a year and three months yeah cool. yeah it was like 14 months or something like that and then 2020 rolled around. What a bummer. But that, I also found that really sweet. Their wedding was just like close family and friends and mm-hmm. especially sweet for people that I feel like because you guys were so young and I think there's like so much hype around weddings when you're young, you know, those yeah, first few those are, first like, yeah. are like, you're like, oh my pinnacle. gosh, the bridesmaids and you do all of the things and like you guys really didn't get to do yeah. any of those things, but that kind of almost made it more meaningful just because it was truly just a choice to be married and to be together yeah totally yeah Yeah, it wasn't about the party yeah i think like with anything it just had its pros and cons like it obviously was very difficult to cancel the wedding we had planned because so we got married may uh 2020 and obviously pandemic hit like mid-march and so we kind of had to make some game time calls and cancel that and that was sad but yeah it was also really meaningful just to have our closest friends and family and 
Yeah, it's really sweet. We got married in Tessa's um, childhood backyard in Franklin, Tennessee. So yeah, love it. So now you're married. What do you feel like now? You've been ma- you've been married now for I guess almost three oh three we, years. We you just hit had three our, years in May. We just had yeah. our three year anniversary. Congratulations. Uh, I guess what do you feel like have been the best parts of specifically getting married young? Because I feel like that's you know that's the subject of the podcast. So I guess yeah, what are the highlights you feel like and the benefits of having gotten married younger? Because then you you know graduated college, mm-hmm. so you kind of entered you entered the workforce, all the things you've traveled. So yeah, what do you feel like have been the the highlights? Yeah, I feel like it's really fun just to grow up together. Really like. We're just figuring things out and we just still feel like kids. I don't feel like we have to pretend like we have it all together or something. It's just we're married and we get to do it together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So it's been really fun figuring it out and just getting to do it together. And yeah. I don't know. I would echo that. It's just been really fun. I feel like some people worry about like, oh, what can you not do if you get married young? Like, And I feel like we've made it a priority to still pursue the things that we're individually passionate about. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. For example, travel. We've done a lot of travel, um, even though, I don't know, we've just like tried to make that a priority. So that's been really fun. Yeah, it's just cool to grow up together, like Tess said, and just we we know we've known each other in so many different seasons. Mm-hmm. Like I know what uh-huh. Tess was like in eighth grade, and now <laughs> I get to, and now I get to see yes. and now I get to see what she's like as you know a young professional, like starting her career and mm-hmm. like kind of moving up the ranks in her job and stuff. And that's just really I can't been... pretend like anything. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I'm cool. There's no fronting. <laughs> There's no fronting. Oh, here. We know who you are in eighth yeah. grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great way to stay humble. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing okay and then i feel like we have to talk about too just the challenges i guess or even speaking to anybody who is thinking about getting married young or really wants to what are the things that you would like caution them of or just things that have been like difficult and tough because i could imagine too there's been some of those yeah. yeah totally i think i think one thing is just being in a different season than your friends are mm. like so we you know, we got married our, our junior year of college and like all of our friends were, you know, none of our friends were like really in relationships yet. And so it's just kind of like this different season. And I think one of the hardest things was kind of feeling separate. Um, mm-hmm. That was like a big challenge. Like we moved, we were still in the same town, but like we moved in, into like a house together. And I think at a, a certain point, we just kind of felt like, oh, you know, people are going off and doing things and we're not getting invited. And so we had to have like some conversations about, I don't know, kind of voicing our feelings to friends that we felt like yeah. we could talk to about that and just saying like, hey, we're, you know, down to still, still hang out. Friends. Like we, yeah. we're not just like trying to like go be up on our own. Yeah. And I think the assumption that other people had was that we were just, you know, at home together and like yeah. we're busy and stuff, but we really still longed to have, you know, intentional friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one challenge. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I think that can be that's probably really relevant to so many people. How did those conversations go with friends? Yeah. What did that look like? For me, it was like a little less direct. Like I was just kind of like, hey, like, I'm just hanging out with you guys. And we can't. So I, I went to I had um, like four or five roommates that all lived in like this cabin. And so I set up like a Thursday night, like cabin night. And so I would just mm-hmm. go over there every Thursday night. And that was kind of how I like kept oh, in touch with cool. them and had that like kind of guy time I guess mm-hmm. yeah I remember telling one of my friends like just admitting to her that I had felt so lonely that year mm-hmm. and she was like I'm so sorry and she was such a good friend to me mm-hmm. and really cared for me well and that but it just took me like saying hey like 
like, because it is that perception that like, oh, you guys are just having fun together. We didn't know that you cared. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But yeah. being honest. And combined with like COVID. Yeah. That was during 2020 yeah. too. It was like a, kind of a double whammy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it is a double whammy. Yeah. Um, I feel like Jackie has things to say about this. So I want to ask you about like, even like with your career being young and like as a man, I bet there's a lot of girls listening to this. Um, so I don't know how this is going to translate. But what would you say? Like, I don't know. I think as a guy, well, and Tess, you could probably speak to it too. The pressures that you feel build a career and financially and like, but you are young and like mm-hmm. things are hard and yeah. all that. Yeah, that was definitely a challenge. I felt I felt a little bit stressed out about that. And I feel like in a lot of ways, I did have to kind of grow up a little bit faster than some of my friends that were still working at coffee shops and stuff. And like, I kind of had to like, work my way into more, I guess, adult <laughs> Lucrative jobs. Lucrative opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> into more, yeah, it's more adult job, I guess. But that also kind of lines up with my personality. Like, I I only was, I was only in college for, like, a year and a half. I dropped out because I wanted to be working and started mm-hmm. working in a marketing agency. And so it was, like, difficult, but also in line with what I wanted to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think, I don't know, I think that there is a lot to, you know, being a provider, but... I think one of the most beautiful things in our marriage has been recognizing that, oh, it's actually not 100% up to me. Yeah. Like, we're mm-hmm. actually a team. Yeah. Um, and that's been really freeing. Like, yes, for the first year while Tess was finishing school, I was, you know, working to, to pay the bills. But once she got a job, um, it was just very freeing for me to be like, okay, like, wow, we're really in this together. It's not, it's not all up to me. And I think that um, that's something I didn't really expect to realize, but it's been mm. something that's been really great just to work together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just to learn to rely on the Lord as yeah. well for that provision. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's good. So good. Okay. Is there anything you felt like you've missed out on? You've talked about social life, but I don't know. People might have hesitations just because they're like, oh, I don't want to miss out on this or that. Or have you felt like it's just kind of been like, eh. This is the way I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I remember asking one of my friends this who was about to get married young when we were thinking about it. And she said, like, you know, I think anything that I would do by myself, we could just do together. And that's been true for us. Like all the things that we want to do, we just get to do them together. And it's really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we still get to do things on our own. Like we've had to realize that I can change and I can become like I'm going to get interested in new things that maybe Jack isn't interested in. Like I get to have those individual passions, kind of like you were saying earlier. Um, So I think we so get to do all of that. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways, like you just have to make the choice. I think a lot of people kind of subscribe to a script of like what their life should look like. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to do that. I feel like we've just tried to sit down and be like, okay, what do we want our life to look like? And we've tried to like, we've tried to prioritize that. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I think everything Tess said is true, but I also think it's true that we have missed out, or at least I feel like I've missed out on some things. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm, like, over-romanticizing this, but <laughs> when I, like, <clears throat> when I hear friends or, like, mentors, like, just or people older than me talk about, you know, their first few years out of college, they just moved to, like, a yeah, random true. city and, like, worked on a ranch and just kind of fumbled their way through, like, I don't know, like, didn't have to make a lot of money. We're just kind of, like, or people that just, you know, went backpacking or climbing and just had this, like, kind of solo adventure. Like, I see that and I'm like, oh, that would have been cool to have that kind of season. And, like, mm-hmm. and I think that the reality is there's just, uh, like, with most with most things, there's just pros and cons to, to both. There's gifts yeah. of both and there's, you know, 
there's obviously things that like you you know might want to do that you didn't get to do and i think like you felt that a little bit as well like tess has a big heart for for travel and hope to live abroad and we hope to do that at some point to kind of fulfill that desire but i would say that that's like something that you wanted to do that you haven't gotten to do quite that's yet. true i forgot about that if we weren't <laughs> married i would have just like gone and lived abroad so you would have been a missionary yeah, yeah. something like that but yeah. to be fair you guys just had like a 10-day trip to yeah. Colombia. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're like, on a coffee gonna... farm in the rainforest <laughs> yeah. like... so the desire is getting fulfilled in a different yeah. way than I expected yeah no, that's good. I love that. I feel like the Lord will exceed your expectations when you make a choice that's like mm-hmm. honoring him. And the grass yeah, is always good. greener. Yeah. There's yes. all these single people seeing you guys in Colombia. They're like, oh, I wish I was <laughs> I wish married I to my yeah. high school sweetheart. Exactly. <laughs> Overseas. That would be amazing. So. The grass is always greener. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. grass is always greener. Okay, well, I guess we could end on this note. And that's just for anybody who's listening to this. Maybe considering getting married. Young, they clicked on this episode. They were like, thank goodness they're doing one. This is my sign. This is my (laughs) sign. Yeah. A lot of pressure, guys. (laughs) What would you say to them um, or what would you tell them? I think the biggest thing would be, we've already kind of mentioned, but just finding really good mentors who can speak into your life and into your relationship. Yeah. Because I do think like, I'm honestly, similar to Jack, I'm hesitant to ever tell people like, yes, get married young, even though we did, which is so funny, just because (laughs) I hate the expectations sometimes that people have. I guess I'm from the South, so sometimes in the South, there's an expectation that you should get married like right after college, Mm -hmm. and I feel like people just put that pressure on themselves that they have to, but you really don't have to. It kind of depends on the relationship that you're in and the season of life that you're in and what God has in store for you, so... I think just really praying about it, listening to the Lord, and finding really good mentors who can speak into that. Because that is really what changed it for us and what made us like confident in moving forward with getting married. One fun fact about Tess, too, by the way, is she's one of four girls in her family, the youngest, mm-hmm. the very youngest. And she's the only one right now in her family that's married. Um, <laughs> and like I think that's cool because you didn't like a lot of times I think there are like a lot of like young married couples just because everybody's married so they're like mm. I'm gonna do it too or whatever but that's so unique about you that I like what you just said you really do mean I know like it's not for everybody but yeah. if it is it's an amazing yeah I mean after y'all saw that we got married you know four months later you guys really wanted to do it too <laughs> yeah. 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 Josh was like we ha- I have Inspired. to get married now my little brother <laughs> yeah exactly it's like the pickleball thing exactly can't let, can't let this happen yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I would just say to seek the Lord like I think one of the verses that doesn't get mentioned enough in terms of marriage is where Paul talks about, he says, I think it would be better for you to remain as I am, essentially. I think it would be better for you to be single. And, you know, that's in there. Like That's in the Bible. Like That's like what he says. And that honestly kind of wrecked me for like a couple months of our dating. I was like, oh, what if this is the Lord's will for my life? Like, would I be willing to say yes to that? Um, And so I think just like weighing all the options and just, you know, laying them all down and just seeking the Lord and his will for you um, is just like the best thing that you can do. And I feel yeah. like that's the only thing I can say without talking to somebody individually yeah. and not seeing like where their relationship is at. Mm-hmm. So good. That's good. Do you have anything to say, Josh, to wrap up this episode? No. Thanks for all your wisdom, guys. 
It's always good getting schooled by, by my little brother. I feel like that was just the, the theme of the episode. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people that are, you know, kind of asking these questions right now. And I know that I yeah. had these these questions too, where I thought, you know, I was going to get married right out of college and that didn't happen. And so I think there's, you know, there's something to that where, you know, there's no right time, right? Like I always mm-hmm. like to say opportunity never rock, knocks at the right time. I, I also think that there's not a right timeline. Yeah, in terms of yeah. getting married but yeah i just think like what you guys said seeking the lord seeking mentors and finding the right time for you is yeah. always a great call mm-hmm. yeah i've been doing it hand in hand with jesus it's so good and genuinely weighing it out like and not i think it's so easy to just get wrapped up in like oh my gosh the wedding oh my gosh to just have somebody to hang out with on the weekends or mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. whatever like sparkly part of marriage might be for you but to like, really stay grounded and rooted and this is a forever thing and this is a yeah. big decision mm-hmm. and the person really matters and so yeah yeah there's you guys spoke to that so well well thanks so much for being on the for the girl podcast this was really fun i hope you guys enjoyed listening and come back next week for some more juicy good <laughs> insightful <laughs> content about relationships and marriage it's gonna be awesome we'll talk to you later